This podcast is sponsored by Wakunaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, Kylodophilus Probiotics, and Kyo Green Powdered Green Drink Mix, all natural, healthy solutions to support your whole body well-being. Try their new Kyodophilus Pro Plus Symbiotic, prebiotic and probiotics together for better gut health. Kyo means strength. Live a Kyo life. Visit them at kyolic.com, K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Once you have had a wonderful dog, a life without one is a life diminished. That's a quote by author Dean Coots, and I couldn't agree more. I want my wonderful dogs to live as long as possible, and what they eat plays a huge role in their health and longevity. Kibble is full of seed oils that wreak havoc on our dog's health. They damage their microbiome, which affects digestion, oral health, their skin and coat, and more. And that's why I feed my dog, Benji, Yumwoof. Their air-dried food is GMO-free and has an inflammation-reducing recipe with omega-3 and coconut oil. It's all the benefits of fresh food without the fridge, carbs, fillers, seed oils, and other inflammatory ingredients you see in other brands. Yum Woof obsessively crafted a healthy, low-carb food with humanely raised USDA meat, eggs, and other non-GMO superfoods that my dog loves. Try the number one air-dried dog food for gut health for 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. That's 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. Go to www.yumwoof.com. That's www.yumwoof.com. You and your dog will be so glad you did. I have a book in my hand that I absolutely love, and it is called Listful Living, A List-Making Journey to a Less Stressed You. I have to say, I love books where they ask you questions and you get to doodle things. I mean, this is incredible. It is by Paula Rizzo. She is the author of the best-selling Listful Thinking, and I'm just thrilled to have her. Hello there, Paula. Hi. Isn't it just a guilty pleasure to be able to write in a book? You have a doodle zone. Yes. I have to say, my flower looks like I'm five because that's the way I've been drawing forever. But what I love is that this is a book where you are helping people, as you say, become a calmer more balanced and less stressed version of yourself through list making. This isn't journaling for journaling's sake. Expand on that a bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that sometimes people will get a journal and then first off, they won't write in it because they'll think it's too pretty. So they won't even open it. I've done that before. Uh, Or, you know, they, they feel like it's, they just journal and then they don't have a next step. So for me, I'm very practical and it's good to have dreams and aspirations and be able to reflect on what you've done in your life. But then what do you do with that information? What can you do better next time? So that's how this book is set up. There's three, three different, um, you know, places for you to write. Really, it's like three different sections. The first one is where are you right now with your productivity and with your uh, stress levels? The second part is where would you like to be? What would be perfect? And then the last part is, okay, how do we get you there? How is it that the, we can practically put you on your list a little bit more? I really love that. And I love with the getting started, you write, write what comes to mind first. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? What was your nickname when you were a kid? What was your favorite vacation ever? What advice would you give your eight-year-old self? What was it about those types of questions that you felt like 
just they're like easy. It's something that just comes to mind just to get people who aren't familiar to write about themselves to start writing. Yeah, it sort of comes from my my days as a television producer. So I've spent my entire career as a as a journalist. And, um, you know, when I would first start interviewing somebody, I would always throw some really easy questions out at first. And part of it is because we're just doing an audio check. So it doesn't even really matter what it is that they say, but you want to give people questions they know the answers to, because if you give them stuff right up front that they have to think about, it doesn't come right off the tongue. Right. So it's, what'd you eat for breakfast this morning? You know, what was your, what's your middle name? What street did you grow up on? These are things that they know the answers to. And so I wanted people to get into the groove of just starting to write in this book and feeling okay with writing in a book because it is a workbook. So you do need to walk, work through the whole thing and write in it. So these kind of like easy, get yourself going questions, it was very intentional because then, you know, as you go on, it gets a little bit heavier. It's a little bit more of, you know, when were you last stressed out? When were you last, you know, really, really calm? Those kinds of things. I love doing that. So I did the doodle zone and then you're right. It does get deeper. And I've been in, I was last year, I'm feeling better now, uh, but I was kind of in this weird, you know, midlife kind of thing. Although I'm probably past midlife, unless I can live to 105 or whatever. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, Paula. And I think to have to stop and say, okay, instead of just like letting all this just brew in my head and make me feel overwhelmed to actually have a place to put it out. And I think a lot, of, I'm sure a lot of people. Yeah. And to way. notice how you feel, because a lot of times we just, we're on autopilot and you just figure this is how you're supposed to feel. You know, my stomach is in knots all the time. And that's just, that's just me. It's not just you, right? That's not how you should feel. So to give yourself a little bit of a break to say, Hey, let me just look at my life like a journalist and say, I'm not going to judge it, but I just want to see what's going on here. When am I super stressed out? Who am I around? Right? When am I the most productive? What's what did I get done today? How, you know, how did I show up? Was I able to really, you know, be my best self or not? Yeah, that's true. And when you have a guide like this, it can help you because otherwise you can just flounder. You know, you you ask such good questions in the book. And I like that you really you leave room, even though it's a small book, you actually mm-hmm. leave a good amount of room to write. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of list making, uh, you know, there's a lot of list making activities, right? Exercises where you're just really just writing lists or writing words or writing, you know, just bullet points. And then there are a couple of places for you to actually journal and write a scene or, you know, write a little bit longer form. I do like that. I like this. What's your Pomodoro? That's a, that's a mm-hmm. tomato, right? I was like, what? Yeah, oh. yeah. The Pomodoro technique was invented by Francesco Cerillo in the late 1980s. So talk to us a little bit about this, what this means. Yeah, the Pomodoro technique is really, really helpful to get you moving and, and make you motivated to get things done and also see how much you can get done in a short amount of time. So the way that it works is that you have 25 minutes of targeted time where you're working on one task. So you set a clock for 25 minutes. He happened to set one of those cute little tomato clocks when he created this. So that's why he named it the Pomodoro technique. Uh, but you can use any any clock that you have. And uh, you, hit, you set it for 25 minutes. And then you're supposed to just work on that one task for 25 minutes, but you're supposed to notice when you get distracted and stop the clock and then start it up again so that it sort of trains you to be working in these spurts of time. For me, 25 minutes is a little bit long, so I will take on tasks at 15 minutes or 20 minutes. 
because I find that I get kind of distracted uh, easily. But at that point, it's it's a really good way to push yourself to get started on something that you've been procrastinating about because you think, oh, it's going to take forever or, oh, I don't feel like I have the time for it. And it's very important to know exactly how long tasks take you so you can fill your day with the right to-dos, the things that you can actually get done. Uh, and with the Pomodoro technique, it just it's a good way to kind of get you started because then you see, oh, you know what? I actually kind of got most of this done. If I just give myself another 20 minutes or 25 minutes, I can just finish it. Yes. I, you know, I also love how you have in the first section, examine your stress style and then your de-stress style. And you say, pick a scene, pick one scene from the last two months where you felt your stress levels were through the roof. Okay. So mine was last night. Uh, be as efficient as possible. Use your five sentences to return to that time here. Give yourself 10 minutes to write freely. And then I like how you say, how did it feel? And then you have your de-stress style. And I like how you write self-care is a buzzword these days. It really is. And for some people, it's like, well, I think that means I need money because I have to go get my, you know, manicure or something. But it, it, there's a lot of different things. What what do you, for yourself, Paul, I'd love to know, what do you see as self-care? And then what advice do you have for people who like feel like it has to cost something or it has to take time and I don't have enough time and I'm already stressed out. <laughs> no, I'm stressed about the time I'm supposed to take for myself. What is happening, right? Uh, yeah, people get it wrong. People get self-care wrong. They think it has to be expensive and has to be time-consuming, and it does not. It doesn't have to be a week-long vacation, and it doesn't have to be a $300 massage, not at all. It can right. be tiny pieces of your day that you're giving a gift to yourself, and it doesn't have to be a diamond ring, although that's very nice if you want to go ahead, go ahead and do that. Go for it. But it could be enjoying a cup of tea right? If you love tea, like I love tea. So that's a reward that I give myself to be able to work up to, oh, I'm going to have my tea. This is really, you know, or I'm going to call a friend or I'm going to read a chapter in a novel that I'm reading. Or, you know, you could even, I tell people all the time to take a break. Why don't you just go on a virtual vacation? Just find a place that you want to go, go on Google Maps, set the timer for 10, 15 minutes, hit go and just zoom around and you've taken yourself somewhere else in 15 minutes. It costs you nothing. Isn't that amazing that you can do that? It's it, I mean, it really, technology is unbelievable for sure, for sure. But it's it, the, the point is it, it could be these tiny little things that you can put into your day to refresh yourself and to give yourself a boost and just make yourself feel better. Whatever it is, you know, uh, looking at some flowers or watching part of a, a, a show that you really like, whatever it is, that is self-care too. It doesn't have to be, you know, massage or manicure. Right. Exactly. Although I do save up. So once a month I get a facial. <laughs> I love that. That's really nice. And you know, one of the, one of the things that I do quite regularly because I travel quite a lot um, for work is that I always give myself the next day off or I don't, you know, schedule anything intense the following day because I need that downtime for me to kind of get back into the mode of being home and getting myself situated and then getting, and then I can get going with work probably the following day. I'm still doing work as an entrepreneur, you know, media trainer and coach now. So I'm working with people all to help them sort of, um, you know, be better in the media and produce their own videos and that kind of thing. But I need a little space sometimes, even after like a vacation or a trip. So for me, that self-care is one extra day. Exactly. Now, when we go into the second part, and I love this, you become what you believe, Oprah Winfrey, design your ideal. So you have a good morning. How does your body feel? Uh, how does your head feel? What foods do you eat in the morning? And then you also have your, your ideal evening. 
What happens if you're in a case like me where you have a special needs child or you're taking care of the elderly or there's something else in mm-hmm. your life that you can't have your ideal ideal. You can have you can you can make it the best it can be. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, there is the balance between what you have to do and what you want to do, you know, and there's also people who work a full-time job who can't dictate when they do certain things, right? You have to be there the hours they tell you to be there, right? Now I'm, you know, I came from a, a, I worked in corporate for a long time as a TV producer. And so when your show was on the air, you had to be there, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't come strolling in or out whenever you decided. But now that I work for myself, I'm able to create a little bit more of the structure and the the boundaries and you know the rules that I want to create but still you know you still do need to make sure that you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing. So it can't be, you know, it's, oh, it's oh so perfect all the time. There are a couple of those things. But to your point, if you do have to take care of this, that, and the other thing in the morning, and then no, you know what? I feel like I need some downtime after that just for me. You design it that way. You can create it. So I had worked at Fox News Channel uh, in New York City as a senior health producer for over a decade. And I left about two years ago to go out on my own. And, you know, once you're working for yourself, you can work whenever you want, right? Which is great, but also terrible because then you can work all the time. And so that's sort of what I did because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. And I was doing like seven, eight calls a day and just really burning myself out. And I said, you know, this is the opposite of what I was supposed to be doing. I was supposed to be less stressed, not more stressed. So at the end of the first year of working for myself, I did an audit and I looked through and I said, okay, how would I like my days to look? What would be better for me? How could I start my days with less stress? How many calls do I want to do a day? What time do I want to do these calls? Because I was packing things in so closely that I didn't have time to even like reset for the next call. So I designed that whole thing. And in the book, I kind of go through this too. And I, and I talk about my system, but I want people to be able to, to feel, feel, you know, rejuvenated and not feel drained at the end of the day. And we do a lot of it to ourselves because it's the way that we design our days and it doesn't have to be that way. Every year in my town, there's this fantastic crafts in the park. It's always the day before Mother's Day, so it's fun to go and shop and get lots of cool stuff. At any rate, I came across One Earth Body Care, and it changed my life. Now, you may think I'm being hyperbolic, but I'm not. I am extraordinarily smelly, and I have tried every natural deodorant under the sun. Nothing has worked except for their fantastic natural deodorant. They have a variety of scents. They are non-greasy, cream-based formula, baking soda free magnesium hydroxide keeps odor at bay and let me tell you it sure does organic and gentle and they have wonderful enchanting essential oil aromas my favorite is vanilla rose there's vanilla spice lavender lime lemongrass cedar sage they also have wonderful shampoo bars changed my daughter's life her hair looks amazing and conditioner bars they have wonderful salves for dry skin and so much more so please check them out at oneearthbodycare.com Another thing that I hear a lot about is gratitude. And I like that you have in the book, uh, the gratitude habit. Yeah, it's important to really identify the things that you are grateful in your life for. Because so often we get into this, you know, pattern of, oh, everything's going wrong, or you could really get, you know, down the rabbit hole of that. So to be able to pull yourself out of it and really have an activity, this is also self-care too, to be able to look at what's working. 
what's, what am I grateful for today? You know, some people do it, you know, every day, some people do it every week, but sometimes just checking in with yourself. I would do this also after I would do different activities, you know, so I I speak a lot. And after I do a certain speaking gig, how did I feel after that? After I led a workshop, did I love that? I was really grateful that I was able to be there. How did I feel in that moment? So to be able to give yourself a little check-ins is really important too, so that you know, okay, you know what? I traveled all across the country and I got to get here and I got to hang out and it was really, really great, but this wasn't ideal. You know, I feel stressed out or I feel this, or I feel that, whatever, you know, just to be able to check in with yourself and, and understand what makes you happy or not. You know, I like in the, uh, and I love what you just said, and I like in part three, your passport to stress-free living, produce your life. Uh, what we'll be doing in this section is fitting the puzzle pieces together so you can design the life you want with as little stress as possible. You have complete control here. You're the boss and what you say goes. I love this. I love your sense of humor. There's going to be a fair (laughs) amount of flipping back and forth through the pages you've already completed. So do what you must do to prevent paper cuts. I tell you, I'm just a paper cut queen. So thank you for (laughs) (laughs) For the warning. (laughs) I got another paper cut. (laughs) Yeah, that is funny. So I like that. And it's helpful because... You know, I like this too. What is your number one priority right now? Flip back to page 33 in part one. Well, you tell us a page at least, you know, I mean, that's really- Yeah. Yes. Very organized about it, but it is important to know what the priority is. Right. And so for you, like, let's say, you know, the priority is your daughter, the priority is your family, the pri- you know, and those things can, you know, change. I was talking to somebody the other day about, you know, the idea of having it all. And I said, well, you can have it all, just not at the same time. You know, like you just, you have to, you have to have seasons for things or, you know, this is what the priority is right now. And then it's something else. And then it's something else. And to be able to make decisions and create your life with that in view is really important. I think so too. You know, I'd love to hear a little bit about the media training that you do. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I work with experts and authors and entrepreneurs uh, to help them engage better with the media. So whether it be pitching media or, um, you know, on camera stuff, right? So like, how do you, how do you, how are you better on camera? How are you better in a radio interview? How are you better on a podcast interview? And, uh, I also help them to think about their own content and what they're putting out into the world. Uh, mostly video, but, uh, cause that's my background in TV, but, um, also helping them just to think through what's compelling. What would people care about? Cause sometimes people don't, you know, don't really, understand who the audience is and how to best serve them. So that's what I work with them on. And I I love working with authors because there's a reason to do the media, right? Because we're going to have the book that's going to come out and then you're going to have this, you know, it's really exciting. But yeah, I work with all all kinds of entrepreneurs and experts and, um, you know, speakers. And it's really fun because, you know, I've been in a position working in newsrooms for my entire career where I've been on the receiving end of a lot of terrible pitches. So I'm able to tell people, hey, do this, don't do that. This is what producers like. This is what they don't like. Customize it for them, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then as far as the media training and on on camera stuff goes, you know, I always knew who was a good guest and who wasn't a good guest and how, you know, so to be able to, to train people and help them to uh, to really shine has been really fun. Oh, that's great. Well, Paul, I'm going to be calling you because I have a book. You have to grab attention really, really fast. It has to be catered specifically for that outlet. And so often people don't do that. They just 
write one pitch and throw it out to everybody and see who who bites. And that typically doesn't really work. So you want to make sure that you know that outlet, you know, you know, who's watching, what do they care about? You have to do your research. You have to really know so that the producer or the editor is like, oh, this is perfect for us. This is easy. You want to make their lives easy. And, you know, um, for, for books, uh, I love working with authors because yes, we have the book that's coming out, but you should always be doing media well before you even have a book to do. Because you want to make sure that you are experienced enough and also that members of the media know you so that when you do have a book that comes out, they're like, sure, we'll have you back on. You were so great last time. So you want to be able to build that rapport beforehand. All right, Paul, back into this fantastic book. Again, Listful Living, A List Making Journey into a Less Stressed You. This book is self-care. I mean, right here huh. in my yeah. hand, this, this is your guide not only to self-care, but a less, really a less stressed you. So I, I'm just a huge fan. I, I, you did such an incredible job. Thank you. I so appreciate it. It was, um, you know, it's something that I have been doing this, uh, working on this for, oh my gosh, seven, eight years. I first started a blog. My blog is listproducer.com. And I first started kind of throwing stuff out there to see, you know, who else likes lists out there. And then from there it became the first book and now the second one. So it's been, it's been sort of a journey, but I'm excited to get it out there and see that it really is helping people. Oh, that is great. Well, Paula, how do people find you and all the great work and how can we work with you as sure. I'm like writing this? <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, for the book, go to listfulliving.com and you can check out you know how to get the book and then also get on my email list where I share all kinds of tips and tricks and ways to be more productive and less stressed. And for media training, it's paularizzo.com. And there I have a checklist. Of course, I couldn't help myself. It has to be a list. Uh, it's a checklist a checklist to become a go-to media expert. And uh, I kind of go through, you know, what, what the do's and don'ts are and what you should be doing and not doing. And I share a lot of, um, you know, a lot of uh, free advice and things on there as well. And then I do group programs, one-on-one -on -one with people, uh, workshops, that kind of thing, and a lot, of, a lot of speaking. So that's sort of the, that's the roundup. That's fantastic. You have such a beautiful voice. I could listen to you all day. I mean, thank really. you. Wow. That's not, well, I, I also narrated the audio version of the book. So if you're more of a listener rather than a reader, you can also listen and uh, do the prompts that way. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm going to have to get that too. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.